Hi, everyone. Welcome to the podcast. I'm your host, John Keppel. And I think I'm going to make this podcast be untitled um, for an indeterminate amount of time. For the time being, I just feel like the possibilities of that, the potential of that may allow for that kind of infinite organizing power of the universe to kind of allow for energies to co-mingle and flourish and flow and circulate. And that's really what all of this is about anyways. And as I say many times, leading a happy, healthy, fulfilling life is really what it's all about in the end. So um, I'm not quite sure what this episode is going to cover, but I felt compelled to make a new episode and continue to explore this process that I've been going through of becoming a life artist or um, doing doing something in the world that I really want to do, which is, um, again, if maybe to not use so many of the same words, um, is just live that... um, meaningful, impactful life that's both personally resonant and meaningful for me and also has a positive impact on society and the world at large. And of course, we never will know the depths or the range or the extent to which our lives influence that of others and society as a whole. Um... And I'm not sure that really, I I don't think it's in people's dreams. It's not in everyone's dreams to kind of impact society. I think some people, uh, that's not, you know, that's not really in their goals. They have a different uh, set of goals in their life. So um, I can only speak from my own experience. And I've wanted to, I've wanted to, when I was younger, I've wanted to, register somehow meaningfully and uh in the past i've thought in terms of like originality and so forth but right now i'm just being spurred on by a sense of service um but that still embraces my own unique vision Uh, that vision which is multifaceted is still something that's beyond me it's something that's beyond my ego and and beyond my own even personal experience. It's that energy flowing from that infinite organizing power of the universe that has the planet spinning and form the planets and, and inspires the flowers to grow and all of those processes from from where all this energy comes and right back to the big bang. Um, there's just, uh, there's just that infinite organizing power of the universe. That's something that I learned from, uh, from Derek Rydell, who I've talked about, um, before many times on this podcast, but, um, I'm still working at, uh, at a local library and, um, It's at the Akron Summit County Public Library, and I love it there, and um, I'm I'm getting more and more of a sense of being in Akron and 
being involved with Akron and um, helping to further the the present and future of Akron um, as a as a creative endeavor. As I've said before, I was born in Akron, and it's just a place where I'm working right now, and um, I I am grateful for the opportunity to work there, and um, I continue to kind of explore this idea of art as service and and being an artist or a life artist or just a human being, just a person. Um, different ideas of professionalism with just inspiration and keeping that inspiration, keeping that joie de vivre and that... Uh, that stream of ideas to really live the life that you want to live and uh, continually uh, renew and refresh and update your life and um, and stay in the present and have a vision for the future. Um, having a vision for your life is something that I've got from Derek Rydell um, and, and countless people really, but... Um, yeah, just uh, envisioning what I want my life to be like and then not really having having to know exactly what it's going to be. Just kind of getting my values in order, my right-minded values and staying in integrity with those and really leading myself from within and and helping guide myself to where I need to be in my life, trusting source energy within me. Um, that infinite well from within as we connect to that infinite uh, without as well, that kind of nexus point. And um, I find these these podcast episodes tremendously helpful in my thinking. I think it's very important um, for my own learning and what I'm offering to the world as a kind of record of this process of going from um, a very kind of constricted uh, viewpoint of what art was going to be in my life in the world and really allowing that to blossom. And everything that's come from that is very, um, very nice and very pleasant. And um, I think it's similar to meditation, how... Um, the essence of meditation, and I learned this from Mingyur Rinpoche, uh, Yangi Mingyur Rinpoche, who is a Buddhist monk, and he taught me that uh, the essence of meditation is awareness. The effect of meditation can many times be peacefulness and calm, but doesn't seem to really work if you're striving for peace and calm. Um, it it can somehow get problematic and it's better to just focus on awareness, which in uh, traditional forms of meditation a lot of times is your breath, for example. You're focusing on your breath and just being mindfully aware of the breath as you breathe in and breathe out. And cultivating that awareness. And so, the, so the, the byproducts of that are many times calm and peace. 
And it's almost as if if you strive too much for them, they become elusive. But if you just focus on awareness, you then have that peacefulness and calm as kind of uh, something that develops through becoming aware. And I think there's something similar in my own journey, which is what I can testify to, but also I'm doing a lot of research. I'm reading journals and academic articles. I'm reading trade books, uh, lived experience, talking with people throughout the profession of librarianship and library science, but also watching countless uh, biographies and lectures and programs about art um, throughout the history of art and also current current art. This is 2022 as the uh, as the time of this podcast and, um, just learning and learning and, um, and seeing where all of that can go. So, um, gosh, I think I lost my train of thought on that. I'm not sure exactly (laughs) where, where all of that was going. It was going somewhere, but, um, in terms of, oh, the, the nature of doing a podcast like this and, um, the, the awareness, that's right. So I, I got it back. The awareness that similar to how awareness is the essence of meditation and peace and calm are kind of happy byproducts. The same in my own life where whatever this practice is, you know, whatever it will work best in life to call it, um, whether it's life as art or artful living or I've read now one book I'm halfway through is called The Art of Aliveness. So there's many variations of this, but I think this is all indicative. That's by Flora Bowley. But I think this is all indicative of a movement, of a kind of renaissance of consciousness that many other people have talked about, countless people who I've mentioned before, authors and thought leaders, that this is a change in human understanding and... I think this idea of being creative with your life, writing your own story, the story of your life, uh, painting the picture of your life, painting with reality, um, living, living out your dreams and having a vision for your life and and then being open to the pure potential of possibility. And, And a lot of times, if not always, the possibilities are beyond your imagination and they're gonna delight you in ways that you never could have imagined for yourself. And that's very important. And I've tapped into that in conversing with people as we're talking about our paths and our futures and what we're trying to do in life. And I think that's essential. And uh, I think that's, there's a part of me that really wants to get into coaching and, and teaching um, in conjunction with the practices that I'm doing now. And, you know, I don't know what's in my future. Um, sometimes I think still about directing a, a cultural institution that was focusing on on art as life, uh, the art of life or something like that. I mean, I'm still very much uh, working to help in the transformation of libraries and the future of libraries. And um, I don't know where all of that will come from. But to get back to my point, because I've, I've, uh, I've gone on a bit of a tangent there. What I was trying to say is that... Um, the idea of life as art is also similar to that where it's kind of you just focus on serving and helping others and being a light 
and you kind of end up lighting the way for yourself. I guess that's the best way that I can say that. And it's still, you haven't really sacrificed anything essential. Um, Quite the opposite. You've found that real meaningful path that is right for you, that the universe knows is for you and will clear the way. And is always actually clearing that way through all the hardships and the, and the, and the problems and the challenges. It's always just the universe revealing itself to you as you, for you, from you, and, uh, and really giving you that path to walk your unique truth, the one you truly want in your heart. And that's also incredibly important because that is, that is everything, in my opinion, in my humble opinion, from all my learning, uh, I'm 42 now, that has been the key is that path that is for you the actual path is the one that is meant for you and the universe knows what that path is and it wants you to seek and see your highest potential your furthest within infinite potential the same as connecting with that furthest without potential and you're that nexus point and as you find that path um, there are challenges along the way. You know, I, in my own life, um, I go, in the, go into this in my book, um, Life Art, which is published on my website. Um, but I, I had sensibilities about life that was very much like, um, it just dealt with like aesthetics and kind of trying to be cool and intellectual and, um, not just for like a kind of, uh, oh, what do you want to say? I mean, it really wasn't out of pretentiousness. It was out of a dedication to kind of like the, the, the edginess of aesthetics, almost as a kind of protest to life. And I think that's where it was going wrong for me because that wasn't fulfilling for me and I cannot speak for anyone else in this life or this world. But I can just say that honestly, it was similar to that caterpillar, to a chrysalis, to a butterfly. I didn't realize that I was in the stage of a caterpillar or um, when I was in the chrysalis, I never knew that there would be light again. I I never knew, you know. Um, But such is the nature of this process of transformation that I've gone through. And just to share some of the uh, assets that I have that could really be a benefit to listeners, um, depending on life experience and, and interests in life, um, I've, I've given talks on Insight Timer as well that deal with transformation. And a lot of the, the courses and the programs that I have on my website are also um, about transformation and love and peace and hope and goodness and healing and health and and looking at mental health and, and vivaciousness and vitality and looking at thriving and just trying to help myself and others thrive as much as possible, just always striving to thrive like in our lives and reach that potential. And I see that in my own past, I was kind of caught up in critiquing life itself and kind of uh, artfully being critical of life and this whole place and just everything that was a part of life. And it was uh, 
It just wasn't my path. It wasn't the true me. It wasn't my right-minded values that um, I I grew up with and really held in my heart. Um, so that was a struggle. As I've men- mentioned before in these talks and in the book, Life Art, um, it's something about um, I, I had this idea that I gleaned from different people or sources uh, uh, coming of age and, and into young adulthood of like, you know, be be safe and uh, orderly in your everyday life so that you can be kind of like edgy and dangerous and almost kind of like out of control in your artwork. And that to me didn't really fit. It didn't really work out for me. I... At some point, I've talked about this where, you know, I was kind of like melancholy and writing kind of like sadder music. And then I went through a horrible mental illness. And that was kind of the chrysalis where the breakdown became a breakthrough. And on the other side of that, um, I was just really back into the potential and the, the everyday health of my life and wanting to focus on positivity and optimism and the vitality of life and some of the older thought processes and ways of doing things were really they fell away in my own life they like that skin that was shed um and I was just the the flower blossomed and it was just a radiant beauty that was coming through me that was beyond me Um, I do wish for all people to understand their own innate beauty. It's a powerful thing. It's empowering. And it really helps each of us to understand that, to understand our own inherent beauty, our own innate beauty, which it really is the beauty of the universe, the cosmos, what we can't even fathom, which uh, I have maybe mentioned before now, but I do want to go into it briefly. This this approach to podcasting and stream of consciousness, it's a practice. It's a methodology. I do get to places that are really helpful. I listen back to these. I let my mind flow. I let these associations be made in helpful ways. And I've, I've listened back to them. And I myself get infinite amount out of them from listening back to them. I know they will help and serve others. Who are going through similar things or can somehow be inspired by some of the things that have happened in my life to live their own truth and live their own path. And this is all ultimately about us each living our own path. We're the artists of our own lives and artists as the universe is creating art through our lives and as us and for us. So, um, you know, I lost the train of thought there, but it's okay. This is a practice. It's it's an open practice to to create more possibilities for other people. It's a way of me tracking and documenting my own journey and my own experience while also offering up the gifts of my life to other people to learn from and to get something out of and to enhance their own life or enrich their own life. And ultimately, it is up to us to do that. But, you know, if these can be pointers or guides or somehow spark uh, associations or little glimmers of where to go next. Um, You know, I can't see into anyone else's path. That's um, an interiority that we each have on our own, but we can communicate, we can share, we can have conversations. And this process of podcasting, to touch on what I was talking about before, is really 
a beautiful process, I find, where it, it is a way of unpacking life as it continues to arrive to me and share with others and and just put it out there for people to get something out of. And I want to continue to live like this where I'm sharing a part of my journey and also something that's important to both the older me and the current me and the future me is that um, the through line of me is to to be an artist in the world and have a positive impact and just do all I can through my art. And I see that this process of exploring just through years now of research and reading articles and reading books and talking with people and, and practicing meditation and practicing journaling and There's countless things. I really can't go into all of them right at the moment, but this whole practice of living life as art and learning about like the idea of thought leaders or just leadership in general in life and, you know, building a platform for yourself uh, as an artist, which is not necessarily just um, a portfolio for conventional work. If you're a conventional artist, that's awesome and you can do that. But you might, um, if, if you're feeling more like a life artist or someone who just wants to create kind of social work or something where you're like kind of sharing your ideas and it's more about ideas and and stories and and sharing some of that lived experience or you know I think there's a whole new expanse and I'm sure though I don't usually get into the market end of things or selling artwork or all of that there's there's endless possibility for this. There's not only for all of the art world to grow as uh, commodities and as as sculptures and paintings and all those different iterations of physical objects or just instantiations of artistic uh, coalescence that creates instances or events or objects that you can sell and monetize and so forth. There's this uh, there's this option to monetize. The knowledge economy um, and the idea of of doing uh, guided coursework or workshops for meditations and being thought leaders and art leaders and artists and life artists and authors and TED speakers and TEDx speakers and just speakers anywhere and just being someone who is really sharing their life and love through uh, courses and programs that they put together, offerings, as I think it's sometimes called, your your own unique genius, sharing your lived experience. Uh, one great example that I've heard of that really has served me in my life is this idea. I can't remember who. It may have been Derek Rydell, but he's talking about kind of the idea, the relationship of like student and teacher or just, just teaching and sharing in general. It's nothing formal. But, you know, saying something like, you know, on the way up the mountain, where, you know, you have these kind of like this spiral of paths leading up, you know, and one a little bit higher than the next. You don't have to be on the top to help the person that's on the next rung below you. You can reach out and help them, you know, um, up the path, whether it's just telling them what's up, uh, up ahead of them in their own, uh, in the path that you've just gone. Or if you're helping them somehow, uh, you know, kind of, uh, what do I want to say? Climb up the side of the of the mountain. There, you can reach out and give them a helping hand. I mean, or just kind of tell them what the path is like as far as you've seen so far. 
I mean, that's everything because sometimes we can, I know it's easy for me to think I got to get to the top and then I'll like somehow like tell everybody what, you know, I saw and, and, you know, and, and at the same time, the analogy has limits. I mean, we're all on our own unique journeys. I mean, there are archetypes like the mountain, like from Carl Jung and things like that, which I don't know a ton about, but I'm sure those help us and Joseph Campbell with the power of myth, Bill Moyers, who interviewed him, but just the idea that, you know, I think, I think in a kind of multi-dimensional way, a dynamic way, it still, it still registers. It's still valid and pertinent that we can help others on their journey by sharing kind of what we've seen so far. So there's no reason to wait like till the so-called end of your life to then, you know, dispense everything that you've seen throughout your life. You can do that now. You can do that right now. And uh, there's so many people that show us that um, example. And uh, it's it's about believing in yourself and really trusting in your own worthiness and and loving nature and uh, not being not being cynical. You know, it's not about being cynical and uh, it is still about being realistic. But this idea of the artists of our times and a renaissance of consciousness and understanding our full potential, our true potential as human beings. And this whole expanse is opening up. I feel like I'm living in it right now that with the with the explosion of the internet, as many people have said, there's going to be tens of thousands, millions of people coming online as the, as the price of uh, smartphones goes down all across the globe. And I know Derek Rydell has talked about this, but like thought leaders, artists, life artists, uh, leaders, we're going to be here to help people on that path and say, hey, wel- welcome to this part of the path. I-, I saw a little bit what was in that last part of the path. Here's here's what you you probably could use to know. And I can tell you about, you know, what it was like for me and and good luck to you. And we're all here for each other to help each other out along the way. And um, so we're here like as as artists, as life artists or again, we can let those terms go. Just uh, living life and uh, vitality and and living a happy, healthy, fulfilling life and um, creating platforms online. This idea that, you know, you can be an artist and you're you're engaged in the world by sharing ideas and thoughts and practices and methodologies and um, having a, you know, a website or a social network that you host or social media or um, a podcast or programs and courses and guided meditations and included with people who are, these are the kinds of things that I've been doing, like exploring this idea of living life as art. And I'd love to be able to, to teach a program some, someday, maybe be a faculty member while I'm also working in, in the everyday world. Um, because it's been important to me to not only live within academia, I want to be in the everyday world. And there's all types of synergy that go between the two and, and many, many, uh, realms beyond that but um yeah be teaching i don't know what it's going to be called you know we could we could let go of like it maybe at the end of this you know letting go of the word art letting go of the word life art or term life art um just letting that open that vitality uh um just something that really allows us to we don't need the terms it's just 
the terms are just pointers in the end anyways and it's that it's that joie de vivre it's that je ne sais quoi it's that something we can't really pin down with words that really is like lighting us up is really that vitality that that uh that blazing combustion of a star that's just it's that energy you know it's that quantum energy that we're learning about quantum mechanics the quantum computing that's coming on board here soon and all of the different possibilities learning about you know string theory as we go to the subatomic level we're learning more and more and it may we don't know if strings are are an actual fact but it's our best guess uh, so far it seems very much the case and it may even go beyond that and that's getting smaller and smaller and as we go out outwards as well it's also been as i've talked about before that physicists theoretical physicists talk about the multiverse and uh the idea that our universe is one as but one bubble uh, among a bubble bath of universes and that space in between the bubbles that's what they call the landscape so now i've started to to cultivate this sense a, a term that i use in my own life and understanding called the sky to the landscape which is even further out and we just continue to kind of like span out and scan out and and zoom out or zoom in and it just seems like it keeps going we don't know it could be infinite we don't really know we don't really know and we're just we i think we just want to stay open and curious and just loving and that sense of humanity as human beings to really cultivate character and and right-minded values and uh just a sense of living the life that you truly want to live so I'm just seeing where all of this is going to go in my life and um I've just I've really valued this time to be able to share on the podcast. I had a wonderful moment that I would like to share for any of the listeners of the podcast. Um I I I'm not going to say the uh <laughs> the smart device's name because then the smart device turns on. Um but I have uh listened to the podcast through there and and listened to as the the smart device introduced uh the podcast and it was just such a lovely moment and i listened back to a couple of the episodes and i was really getting a lot out of it a lot out of it so i know there's something to this i'm just going to keep living my life the way i need to be living it doing it organically just creating stream of consciousness that's what i've learned i i it's it's better if i just do it the way it comes to me and just share it and do a bunch of different stuff if i want to and derek rydell also talks about this uh this idea which i've mentioned before but he gives a story about someone who was going to design kind of like a university campus or something like that and rather than setting out with with the constructs the limited constructs of his mind um he just let the people kind of walk wherever was most convenient for them naturally uh carving out paths where then you can kind of set down if i understood it correctly kind of like stones on a path after they've been tread by people who are just finding the fastest and best and most comfortable way around the campus so i'm finding that in my own life that rings true to me I'm just doing whatever I feel like rightly doing. If I'm inspired to do a podcast, I do a podcast. If I feel like writing doing writing a book, I write a book. If I feel like publishing it, I publish it on my website or 
If I feel like doing a post on social media or my own social media through through Mighty Networks, I do a post. I mean, it's I'm I do a meditation if I feel like it. I create a meditation if I feel like it. It's just whatever comes to me naturally, intuitively. It's that open open studio, open life, open working, sharing along the way, cultivating that sense of honesty, you know? I'm not trying to hold anything back. I'm really letting flow what's coming through me and sharing that as it happens and just living an open life and living a loving life. And uh, it's that cultivation of loving yourself and and knowing your innate beauty that I think allows for that. And really letting go, shedding that idea or live practice of cynicism or negativity that really doesn't serve you. I mean, it doesn't, it doesn't serve you. So to, to go forward in your life, I really feel like you can walk the path that is for you. And it's different for all of us, but it will be the one that your heart truly believes in and is in line with your right-minded values. And that's what has helped me tremendously in my life, infinitely in my life, to get connected to this path that I'm walking now where what I right-mindedly truly value in my heart, life, love, peace, goodness, hope, strength, that I'm living it now. And as I'm walking along the path, um, it's just amazing the opportunities that emerge from the ether and things that I never could have imagined for myself and nevertheless are really truly um, fulfilling my heart's truest wish and, and dream. And uh, that's been the, the, the magic recipe for me and it's going to be different for everybody. We're making this recipe up as we go for e- each of us and maybe it's not even a recipe. You're just cooking intuitively and you're just creating the best dishes of your life. And that's another way of thinking about life. It's a dish that you're making. It's just a wonderful meal. It's a masterpiece, as Andy Grammer says, painting your life, painting a picture. And as Andy Grammer says, don't stop until it's beautiful. So I wish you all the very best. Thank you so much for being here, but also just all the best to you. Um, all the best. 